last night, well, in the late in the midnight hour, the Lord woke me up with that. And it was like, I just want you to continue to say yes to me, even yes. when you don't know what it looks like. Um, even when you don't understand it and you don't have all the details. I'm calling you higher. Hello. You are listening to Naked and Exposed, the podcast, season three, where we discover the power behind our voice, own our stories, and make it look good. I'm your host, Janae. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to this episode of Naked and Exposed, the podcast. And I'm excited for you guys because we have a what, a what, a what, a reoccurring guest, y'all. And she goes by Francine Ott. Hi. Hey. Yes. Hey. 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 Girl, I'm excited for you to be here. I'm excited to be here having this conversation with you. Francine, how are you feeling today? I am feeling really amazing, actually. I am feeling great. Um... I got a call from my brother that his wife's water broke. So oh, baby is on the way. So I'm excited. He just called a while ago and I was like, did he come? Did he come? And he was like, no, not yet. I was just calling to update you. So I'm like on edge because this morning has just been great, but that just made my morning too. So. Better. Just made yes. your morning better. You're about to Amen. be a whole... Auntie, auntie, auntie Francine, auntie friend. (laughs) Yes, I'm excited. So good. So today I want to talk about showing up with God in tiredness. Like what does it look Mm -hmm. like to show up with God when you're tired? And on so far, we've talked about showing up with God in general, showing up with God in healing and our voices and leadership and Mm -hmm. friendships and rest and loneliness. But what does it look like? to show up with God when we're tired. Like, and it's not just a physical exhaustion. It's an emotional and mental exhaustion. And so the, one of the things I have been doing, and I have actually been closing with this, but I feel led to start with this is from the, we're not really strangers game, which I love. And I know you love, we love, we We love love it. it. (laughs) The question is what, uh Oh, I just had it. (laughs) What promise do you want to keep to yourself this year? Ooh. ooh. Wow. <laughs> For real, Jay, we, we thank you, like, Holy Spirit, right? Come on. We starting there. Um, okay, so immediately to continue to use my voice, like yeah. to not shrink back, to say yes. Um, God woke me up with that song, in the middle of the night, um, say yes by Shekinah Glory. <laughs> Ooh, shout out to Jasmine of Jasmine's <laughs> assistance. If you need a VA, she's your girl. But that girl right there sent me that at the beginning of my season. And I'm just like, God, what did I just do? What did I just say yes listen, to? Listen, I heard that song some years ago and um, it was so powerful to me. And last night, well, 
in the late in the midnight hour, the Lord woke me up with that. And it was like, I just want you to continue to say yes to me, even when you don't know what it looks like. Um, even when you don't understand it and you don't have all the details, I'm calling you higher. Hello. I want you to continue to say yes. I want you to trust me. Um, I want you to have faith. I want to stretch your faith. You know what I mean? Um, in ways that you haven't seen before. And so this year, that is what I want to do to continue to say yes, even when it feels like what is happening. (laughs) A surrendered yes in the midst of exhaustion, of tiredness. And I think sometimes we have to understand that tiredness is not necessarily that we're doing something wrong. Right. It could honestly just mean that God is about to shift some things. My God. Because we've come to the end of a season. Girl. Which okay. is why when we were talking other day, I was like, Francine, we got to do this. We got to record this this episode. And so you guys, as you're listening to this, I'm a very impromptu person. I would say that this season has <laughs> been the most planned and not at the same time because I've had bonus episodes. So you're now in, entering into, we are in the bonus content in regards to other individuals outside of those who did the show specifically this year, talking about how they're showing up with God and in the different areas of their journey and where they are and what God is doing. But y'all, like, I would say Francine and I are in a very similar season in regards to we know our, this season is coming to an end. And so what does it look like? And Francine would love for you to, for us to like dialogue this Mm -hmm. and you can kind of start here, but just this notion of being able to, like being okay with grieving what was in order to make space for what is to come. Yeah. Oh, yes, girl. Okay. Um, I think it's, again, starting with that yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard one of my old past, my old pastor yesterday speaking, and he was saying, um, you know, this is love season and, you know, everybody's talking about love, but obedience is love, right? Some people think, and they talk about passion. And this is one thing you said to me a long time ago, um, in one of our many conversations. And you was like, girl, I said, yes, like I surrendered, (laughs) like I decided, I said, (laughs) Yes. And um, Mm -hmm. like really surrendering and really allowing um, yourself to grieve um, who you built up, who you thought you were, um, this identity um, that you so invested in and that all your gifts may be in this identity that's been created from the pause. Because you just opened up a whole door (laughs) in regards to our gifts. Like, we sometimes make our identities anchored on our gifts instead of being anchored on the Father. Instead of being anchored on the one who created us, we get our affirmation and our Mm -hmm. confirmation from the skill instead of the one who taught us the skill. Yeah. Keep going. Yes. So... 
in that, um, there's a young man um, that was actually talking about it, and his name is um, Caleb Sean McCampbell or whatever, and he was sharing about like how sometimes like our gifts, not sometimes, let's be clear, our gifts come without repentance. And we, you know, can flow heavily in that and be seen in that way and recognize, you know what I mean, through our gifts and our identity and who we are can be built around these things. But when them gifts aren't functioning the way we think that they should be functioning or things are not operating the way we think they should through these gifts, um, then who are you like underneath that? Like, who are we? And so when my gifts uh, were not shaping up to how I thought they should based on this identity that was built, you know, through what I did, through my dancing, through um, everything, my teaching and all of these other things, um, then who was I, right? You know, it reminds me of something I share with my students all the time. Like when you are on stage and you're performing and you're exhausted and you have nothing left physically, what is left but your spirit and who you are spiritually? And what weight does that carry when the physical is not upholding itself right and so i always used to tell them that that when you perform you know who you are and what you share through your performance and through your gift has to be deeper than what you're doing physically in dance or what you're what you're producing right your character who you are um in spirit what your relationship with god looks like has to um be upheld. It has to be anchored because if not, it leaves a stench, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, it leaves a stench in the space. And so I'm like, it's, it's really difficult to let go of who you think you are and who you think you should be to really surrender to God, because it's almost like a, a death and a birth, like starting it's, all over again. It has to die. Like it who you thought die. you were has to die Listen, in order lie. for God to bring in, yes. to reveal. Like I would say for me, the so the initial point of surrender for me, of course, happened right after I was hospitalized for anxiety at the beginning mm-hmm. of this surrendered. Yes. Yeah. But what happens when you've already given God a yes? And he's like, yeah, but I need a fresh yes. Ooh. And at the beginning of 2020, he literally told me to give him a fresh yes. And I'm just like, God, I know you faithful. I, you have shown yourself to be true. Listen, but there are some things that you have showed me about me and what oh. you want to do. And right now, my old man, my flesh is like, yeah, <laughs> I think you got the wrong one, dog. I think, boss, I think you didn't pick the wrong one. But it started at the at the beginning of the pandemic. I remember it was the last time all of us were out eating and we were Ooh. getting the uh, prophetic words. Yes. Oof. I remember that. We were getting those prophetic words and I got a nice correction and this individual, which I won't say their name, which I probably could, I'm sure she wouldn't mind, but uh-huh. you know. And so she was like, who do you go by? Like, what is your name? Is it mm-hmm. Janae? 
is it Carly? Like, I feel like you, like, I, like you need to pick one basically is what she said. Mm. And God had already been dealing with me on it. And if I could be really real, Mm -hmm. I just did my stage name as Carly Janae with, I never had the desire to be called Carly. And then Mm. when people started calling me Carly, I was too far in. So talk about building an identity that doesn't serve you, but because there's, Mm. it's already been established, you're too afraid to correct because you don't want to offend people or you don't want to mess up the fake connection that you feel Mm -hmm. is. But the truth is they don't know you. They know, they know what they see on the surface because you haven't allowed them to actually see who you are because you're going by a false identity. But we'll, I'll, I'll turn real quick. I'll turn as Matthew Stevens Stevens says, I I know you want me to turn my plow and I will. So I'm turning it. And so it was at that intersection of God, you've called me Janae. And so I had mm-hmm. did research on names and really just under, was understanding the power of a name and yeah. how God knows us before we're fashioned in our mother's wombs and how our names are not coincidences. And the fact that for me, and this is me, y'all, like this is me. I'm not out here seeking signs, miracles, and wonders, but I know that signs, miracles, and wonders follows oh. the children of the Lord. So yeah. God uses numbers to speak to me. Like I, I don't know how to articulate it aside from showing you how he does it. However- right. My number, the number that God uses very heavily is 22. So we know two makes up 22. And so when I look at my name, it has a double meaning. And I'm like, okay, God, like you can't make this up. And so on one side is God has answered. And on the other side is God is gracious and God is merciful. And I'm like, yo, God, like this speaks to who you have called me to be. And then Carly means free woman, which is great. It's cool. I'm a free woman. But at the core of what God has called me to do is to be an answer and a solution and to be his mouthpiece and to help people become free by speaking from a place of mercy and grace and understanding. And so I was like, God, I got a whole book out. I got a whole, I had a whole album out under this name that no longer serves who I am. And he says, exactly. It was who you were. It was what I had to work with. I I needed you to make the initial point of surrender. I needed you to take the steps. But he says, uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, to trust him, lean not into our own understanding, acknowledge him in all our ways, and he will set our path straight. So in this false identity, I'm making steps and strides towards deeper relationship with him. And in that place of not leaning on my own understanding, I receive more clarity on who I am. Am and that even requires in a season of you us believing that we're in headed in the right direction. There's a pivot, yeah, and a curveball. And you got to be willing to pivot. You know, you got to be willing to say yes. Yes, decisions, decisiveness. <laughs> be decided. Yes. Um, my God. Yeah, that is. It's it's hard to make that pivot because in that pivot, like you're setting boundaries, you're saying no, which no with no. no. I know I'm yelling, Kevin, don't be mad when you're editing out this audio. I'm so sorry, but keep this in there because the people need to know that you are a dope audio editor. Okay. Okay. And this is a test to even see if you be listening to my podcast resume, (laughs) but not just a no, with an explanation, a no with a period behind it, you know? Um, And that is a difficult thing. Listen, if you're not used to saying no, 
to people, if you're used to just going along with things and being a people pleaser, then you would know how difficult it is to say no and to not go somewhere you don't want to go or to shift an identity that is not yours, you know, that you've built up. And I, for myself, have been doing that, you know, um, and when God wants you to go deeper in him, like you said, it goes to another level. Like I need a fresh yes. I need another yes. I need a deeper yes, right? Um, because fresh, I want to go another, deeper. A deeper. Some of you guys yeah. today are being yeah. called to make a decision. Yeah. And God says to trust me, to lean not into your own understanding, yeah. to acknowledge me in all your ways, and I will set your path straight, y'all. When you're in relationship with a father, there are no wrong decisions because his nature yeah. is good. Yeah. Like for real. And I think that like we've discussed before, like some people are so caught up in what they've built because of what they had to fight, fight through, um, what they had to get healing through and certain things like that. So you want to hold tightly to something that you built up that, if something happened and it's not anchored, it can be easily knocked down. And we don't want to surrender sometimes to our yes to God and to the identity in him, which would be planted. It would have us anchored. It's who we are, right? Um, and like I mentioned the other day when I was having a conversation with somebody, like from our hair color to our eye color, to how we're shaped, you know, how we're built mentally, emotionally, physically, all of these things in terms of our design and um, how we're created, God is like the master of this. He understands it. And so who he wants us to be and who we are created in him, why would we not want to be that? But it's difficult to be grateful when you are broken. It's difficult to have gratitude or to accept yourself to wake up and say, yes, God, I'm grateful, or yes, you know, I'm thankful for this, that, and the other, when you don't perceive yourself as being valuable. You know, it's very difficult for you to um, say those things if you have a false perception and a false uh, story of who you are that's been built on lies, you know, Um that could be knocked down at any point. <laughs> at any point. And I I mean, as you're talking, I low key just <clears throat> went back to a place or went forward to a place. I don't know the proper terminology, but it, <laughs> it's just, I don't know why the Lord took me here, but it's like this, like some of us have been wrestling with the belief of God mm. because it logically doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like logically. And so I need you guys to, literally come out of agreement <laughs> with some of the lies you are believing mm. because that is the open door that the enemy is using to keep many of us bound. Like God is God. He has yeah. no beginning and he has no end, but yeah. he is the beginning and he is the end. Yeah. Like everything that is, is because of him. And it's yeah. not going, there's some things that just will not make sense to the finiteness of our minds, but we know exactly. faith comes by hearing. We know faith comes through the words of our testimony. So 
if you're if you're guys you're you guys are listening to this at this point, you will know that the showcase is on July 17th and it's gonna be a testimony service because for where God is taking a lot of us, which is only up from here, and that's not to say it's not gonna come out with out its challenges, because it will. Yeah. But I truly believe that if you feel like the Lord has done something miraculous in your life, please shoot me a text at 919-568-5610 so that we can get a recording and showcase you during the showcase so that other people can be edified in the testimony. But so the Lord just took me to this place of like unbelief. Like it's like we even have to wrestle with the the thought yeah. of God not like, are are you like, are you real? Like, do you really care about me? Like, and it's like, if we can stay in the grace or in the space of Philippians 4, 8, where it says to think about what's good, to think about what's pure, to think about what's heard, holy, worthy, worthy to be praised, to think think about these things because God knew and God Mm -hmm. knows that we needed certain instruction in order to be able to maintain our relationship with him. It's like, if we can cultivate a space of healthy thinking, a lot of times our tiredness is just misplaced trust. Like our tiredness (laughs) is just misplaced doubt. Our tiredness is just misplaced unbelief. And again, I'm talking to myself because for the last, what, six, I've I've finally entered a place of breakthrough for myself. Mm -hmm. And it also looks like going to counseling. It yeah. also looks like having friends like you, Francine, who I'm able to just call in the midnight hour <laughs> when I when I need to be walked off the ledge. Like yeah. and so I just want you guys who are listening to understand like we're all works in progress. Oh yeah. And yes, there are points, there's highs and there's moments of low, but a lot of times the low is based off of a perspective. It is. It is. It is off of our perception, you know, Um, and it reminds me of something I heard today. Um, Actually, I think I posted on my story from uh, Dr. Stevenson and he was just talking about um, about sometimes like how irritation can be something that propels us, you know, to where God really wants us to be, you know, but sometimes we don't want to deal with that irritation. Just like how I said, like I was barely able to sleep last night and I I know it wasn't um, God saying, Hey daughter, I don't want you to rest, but I'm trying to talk to you. There's something that I'm trying to tell you. There's something that I want to share with you, you know? And if I was, you know, in that place, or I didn't really understand God, I would have been like, oh, just leave me alone. I want to go to sleep, you know, but I'm like, oh, okay. I accept. I accept the invitation to be disrupted, to be disturbed right now. I accept the invitation for you to knock on the door, to disrupt my sleep, to be like, hey, I want to share something with you. Fresh, yes. Listen, Okay, so that I can hear what you're saying. And I think that sometimes we don't want to deal with the weight, the responsibility and the requirements, which I heard somebody the say weight, that the responsibility <laughs> and the requirement, yes. the weight of our callings, mm-hmm. the responsibility to be disciplined and to yeah. be decided and the requirement, like the yeah. requ- it requires sacrifice, yeah. but it also requires obedience. And obedience is better than it's sacrifice. Better. That's First yeah. Samuel 15, if you need a reference point. Yeah. 
Um, I heard uh, this minister or um, named Shannon Yvette say that, and it was so powerful to me because when she said it, it just literally blew me out of the water. I was like, "Woo! that means that, girl, you, you're not trying to really be who God has called you to be. You're trying to live in the background. You're trying to chill. And the thing about it is, is like, you're trying to rest. I don't even know if I'm going to say this right, but rest in a place that is not designed for you to rest. Like God is, has designed a certain place and position for you to be, for you to rest in. And even when you're not getting the rest, he's going to give you everything that you need. But if you're trying to rest or still be comfortable in things that God is calling you out of, it's just going to disturb you even more. Yo, do you realize what you just said? (laughs) Like, do you realize like you are gathering our lives in this moment? Listen, like, 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 like sometimes we enter into a place of unrest also because yeah. God is disrupting our comfort. He's like, if I don't turn up the heat, you will stay here. Oh, yeah. You will die here. Yeah. Oh. And literally. Yeah. Like, y'all, like, like, literally, that's almost like the testament of Abraham's life. Mm-hmm. That's the testament of Joseph's life. Like, yeah. in the book of Joseph, like, you know, he has these series of dreams. He tells his family. They mock him. His The same father that gave him the coat of many colors gives him a nice rebuke. But if God didn't use the junk in his brother's hearts to catapult him into the very future, into the very vision, into the very dream, yeah. what would have happened to Joseph? Right. He would have died. He would not have been able to step up to the challenge. He could have. He could have remained complacent. Like, like y'all. Like, literally, Genesis twelve one. So going back to Abraham mm-hmm. says, "Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house into the land that I will show you. So go from discomfort. Go from insecurity. Go from pride. Go from doubt." And go into decisiveness, go into a fresh yes, go into relationship with me so that I can show you the land that I have for you, which is peace, which is provision, which is open doors, which is you advancing my kingdom. Like y'all, like God is literally calling us into new places for some of us geographically and for many of us emotionally and physically, yeah, like it's time for us to say, God, I give you a year to show me who you are. That is what I did when we first started this thing out. Homie, you got a year. If you're real like the God I know you are to be when I was seven going on eight and my mm-hmm. uncle was pronounced brain dead. And at the same time, unbeknownst to them, they pray. And the next day he wakes up in bed after he was in a vegetable state yeah. talking. And you gave him three days to say his goodbyes. And he dies on my brother's first birthday, which is three days after my, which is mine is the 15th. His is the 18th. You can't tell me God is not real, but I didn't live life like he was. I lived in fear. I lived in doubt. I lived in pain of my experiences because of feeling rejected or because of feeling abandoned. And God's like, I just want you to give me who you thought you were 
so that I can show you who I have called you to be. But even when you start to make those steps, because there's residue of trauma, because there's residue of pain, because there's layers of junk that needs to be uprooted, you're still going to go off of an idea of who you think you are. But when you get to the place that you are, excuse me, mature enough to release it, then I'll tell you to hand it over. Yeah, And so that's where the pivots come in. It's like God knows where we are in our maturity and in our immaturity. And he's not going to tell you to give him something that you can't in that moment. But if you will commit to saying, yes, I'm going to give you what I can. I'm going to do what I can. Faith without works is dead. Let me activate my faith by partnering with you. When you get to January (laughs) of 2020 and God says, I need you to start going by the first name instead of the middle name. And you tell God, but what about the book? What about the podcast? What about the, what does your brand have to do with my calling? Oh, <laughs> what does your brand have to do with my calling? What mm. does, what does what we're trying to create or the image that we're trying to put out have to do with who God has called us to be? What if my life's calling and my life's testimony is to be a walking testimony, oh. to be proof of what God can do when you just say Yes. Ooh. Wow. Because the whole point is to bring God glory and to reflect his glory on the earth. And right now we're living in a generation that doesn't have hope. Yeah. That is medicated emotionally because they mentally cannot sustain. So God is literally causing lights and balls of fire to arise that won't be afraid to testify of his goodness, that won't be afraid to document the journey and the transformation to show literally 7.45 on August 7th, this is what God right. said. And at 7.45 on January 8th, this is what happened. And yeah. I have proof. I have stones as Joshua 4 states yeah. of God being faithful. Yeah. 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 Proof. Yeah. But it's difficult. You know what I mean? Like, um, to allow God to do that, but it is necessary. It is, it is very necessary and it's important to, um, allow him to, to, um, have you to, to disrupt just, just to disrupt, to shake everything up. Um, and for you to walk in who you've called, um, you've been called to be, um, it reminds me, so this, this, that, though, what you said earlier, like, what does your brand have to do with um, who I've called you to be or what I want? Um, I think we all need to ask ourselves that question a lot of times, like, because I think a lot of times we feel like who we are and what we've created, mind you, what we've created, we've gotten from the the gifts that we got from the, the ultimate creator. And then we still want to be like, but what I created was better than what you created. And even though we might not blatantly be saying that, how we live our lives and us not saying no and not a surrendered yes uh, says that. It, it pretty much says that. Listen. It says, I think that what I created and what I did was better. But let me tell you the wrestling. Let me tell you the frustration. Let me tell you the the um, the irritation and all of the things that come with not being obedient, okay? Then 
again, it's not just about you. And I- bingos again. <laughs> sorry, Kevin, I'm loud. Um, it's, it's not like- just about you. There are other people t- tied to your obedience. There are other people tied to your yes. But again, when we are in that place, we we don't want to deal with those requirements. We don't want to deal with that responsibility or the weight of that. You know, we want to just say, hey, it's just about me and how I feel in the moment. You know what I mean? Like, um, it reminds me of what... Um, to like Jerry, is it Jerry Flowers, the pastor? He was saying like, do you want to hide or do you want to heal? You know, like, is it more important for you to stay where you are and maintain that image, which you don't even realize that the identity you created, you're masked behind, you know, or is it important for you to heal? And I even asked my students that before one time I was like, um, is Is what you are choosing now serving you? Is it getting you where you want to be? No, it's not. So let's make a different choice. And I said it that way to my student because they could take it in the moment. But sometimes we don't hear that. And sometimes it's not easy to digest that, you know, but it's, it's the absolute truth. Like, is what you're choosing Um, Or is what you're choosing right now serving you? Is it getting you to where you want to be? Not only want to be, but where God wants you to be. Is it right? Or or are you just going in circles? Come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. So the antidote to being tired, of course, is rest. And so we talked about in the episode with with Eva. However, that was recorded in 2020 because, you know, trying to learn how to batch content here, but just, it just so happens, no coincidence that this week specifically, I've been having fruitful conversation about rest and rest. So the solution to what we're talking about, if you haven't picked it up and you need practicality is relationship with the father. If you read the end of Hebrews three or three in in Hebrews four, it talks about rest and it talks about how the children of Israel never entered into rest and how, who can blame them in a sense because all they knew was bondage. All they knew was poverty. They had 400 years of generational trauma passed down through the bloodline. And now all of a sudden there's this good God who wants nothing from them but relationship, wanting to give him everything, but they don't know how to handle it. How many of us are forfeiting the very relationship of peace, of provision, of protection, But because all we know is trauma, all we know is bondage, all we know is pain, we won't even allow ourselves to form a relationship with an all-knowing God because our trauma is telling us, oh, that's too good to be true. You're right. It is too good to be true because we was never meant to experience this level of pain. But because of the fall, unfortunately, it is a part of the reality, which is why God sent his son to die a death he did not deserve so that he could take up our sins on a cross. And we who believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior can form a relationship with the Father and can walk out the sanctification process and where we get weary, where God is amping up the discomfort because he's like, yo, you got to (laughs) go. You got to move. You can't stay here. And I get it. Like these, this community, these people have saved your life. Like the, I have used them to literally save you from the desolate pit, Mm -hmm. 
But if you stay here, the same space that was called to cultivate you will start to crush you because you've outgrown the pot. Y'all, plants do outgrow their pots. Listen, and you got to change the soil, okay? And and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, Let's be clear, okay? So Galatians 6, 9 says, and let us not grow weary of doing good for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Y'all, some of us have outgrown pots. <laughs> some of us yeah. need our soil. You know, I don't know the proper terminology here, yeah. but Change. some of us need to, yeah, I don't I guess I was trying to go real scientific right there. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> but it starts at the point of the surrender. Yeah. So we're tired. I mean, Francine and I can both say, we've been tired. Yeah. But we can also testify that at this moment, we have so much hope. We have so much clarity. We have so much peace. Like we see tangibly what God is doing. And so I want to end with this poem before Francine prays us out. (laughs) And this is a poem that I did on season one and it's called In the Details. Mm. And so it's Digging through old memories, blowing off the dust of the moments that I buried when life got rough between dreams and nightmares, unable to discern the difference. So I hid them or at least tried to. These memories are pieces to a puzzle God wrote just for me. The pieces that did not fit, I picked up from other stories passing through, never meant to keep. Collecting disappointment that was never meant for me. It's amazing when we sit still long enough to realize God has always been speaking. And now I know. He shows us the vision so that we can trust him, gathering the pieces as we go. And if you know his voice, and I know I do, we'll be able to discern which pieces were never meant to be a part of our story. Oh, how everything we've gone through had an exit plan at the time we just could not see. No wonder as I'm digging through old memories, blowing off the dust of the moments that I buried when life got rough, I can see the residue of the Lord's handprint across them. I wrote Mm. this in 2018 Mm -hmm. at the beginning of a season before I knew the magnitude of what he was about to walk me through. And as I am at the end of a season, which is the whole point of the show must go on. It's this notion that in season one, we accepted the challenge to say, okay, God, like whatever you want to do, I want to be a part of it. I want to know you as father. I want to heal. I want to start the process. And then in season two, it was kind of like, yo, like, but when you find yourself back at the bottom of the mountain, what do we do? Well, your identity birthed out of brokenness speaks to the testimony God is writing to set you free. Therefore, when you find yourself back at the bottom of the mountain, don't be afraid to climb up it again. This time, taking everything you've learned in the last seasons to venture further that no eyes have seen or ears have heard who you will become. And the only reason you will have to look back is to see how far you've come. Keep going. And so now we have, we're, we're processing through that no eyes have seen or ears have heard, so the show must go on. But the reality is, is it's only up from here. Mm-hmm. And so I just literally gave y'all an illustration of all the Naked and Exposed showcases. And so only up from here is the last showcase, is the next showcase that will take place on July 17th. So God is faithful. He's with us. He will see us through it. All he wants is a surrendered yes, a fresh yes. So the question to you is, what is that one thing that you 
need to do in this season in order to enter into rest, in order to be obedient, in order to surrender who you think you are for who God is calling you to be. So Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord God, um, for this day, Heavenly Father, just for people listening to this podcast, people tuning in to be able to hear you. We choose this day, you, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you would just continue to disrupt the lies in our lives, disrupt the perceptions and the stories that aren't of you, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that we would find our identity in you. We would be anchored in you, Heavenly Father, that we would say yes to you, that we would surrender our hearts, our minds, our bodies, our lives to you, Heavenly Father, that we would just continue to lean into you and not into our own understanding, that we know that we have rest in you, we have refuge in you, Lord God, and that you want to carry the burdens. I pray, Lord God, that we connect to community, that we connect to people, that we connect to relationships and friends and people that surround us that can help us walk in everything that you have called us to be, Lord God. I pray that we understand rest on another level, that it's not just about sleeping, but what it means to be at peace in you, what it means to be uncomfortable, be Um, at peace with being uncomfortable in who you have called us to be, Lord God, when you want to shatter an identity that we created that is not of you and you want us to walk into everything that you've called us to be. I just pray, Lord, that we would walk in that, again, that depression, that anxiety, that fear, all of the things that we have identified ourselves with that are not of you be shattered right now in the name of of Jesus, that we would open the eyes of our heart, open the eyes of our mind, Lord God, to truly be able to see who you are, to truly be able to see who you have called us to be, to get to know you, to have relationship with you, to bond with you, to connect with you, and trust that you truly have the best in mind for us, that it goes beyond what man can see for us and what man could think up for us, Lord God. And so we surrender that today, Lord God. We just say yes. And I pray that this year we would just continue to walk in that yes, even when we don't know the details, that we would lean into your word, that we would come to know your word, that we would meditate on your word meditate on your attributes and who you are, Heavenly Father, to not only get to know you, but get to know who you called us to be. And so, Lord, we thank you for this day. I thank you for my sister, Janae, having me here. And I pray, Heavenly Father, that she would just continue to walk in her surrendered, yes, Lord God, in her life and everything that you have called her to be. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. And amen. (laughs) So you guys go forth and prosper. And we'll see you soon. Holla. I thank you guys for listening to today's episode. And I'm hoping that you have a journal, that you've taken some notes, that you reflect and process through some of the things that we discussed today on how you can show up with God. I would love to stay connected with you. You can follow me at underscore Janae Carly on Instagram or just visit my website, JanaeCarly.com. Holla.